Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. To Sunshine and Rainbows with me, Terry Lewis. It's nice to have you all back on this show. It is Friday's show. It is the big thing. It's me, Christian Harloff, and I am joined by my partner in crime. Look at this lady. Oh, look. That's great. That is so great. Gotta ruin his but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that in just a bit. But Kate Mulligan is here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us on the episode of the big thing. It's just Kate and I here today. We're gonna be goofing around. We're gonna be having a good time, and we thank you for joining us. Thank you sure, for joining me. We Ms. sure Mulligan. do. TGIF. TGIF. Well, yes, TGIF. As I was gonna go, TGIT. TGIT. Tigit. God, I have titties. That's what TGIT. Well, until not too long ago, so did I. Down to 202. Yo. It was 213. I got to tell you guys, there was the other day, Christian, we were running. I don't know if I could say we were running some bits, but we were running some bits the other day. And at some point, like, excuse sorry, guys. You know what? You hold that story because we haven't done this in quite a while. Such a long time. So Kate's got some serious problems right now. It's a lifter. <laughs> it's a lifter. So go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> no, but you were like doing bits, and I was like, uh oh, uh oh, tricep. You just had like a like it's a that line. fucking supernatural game. I know it's fucking. Slapping you guys, we're gonna talk about Oculus every, every day, day, every, every day. time we. Can. I actually want to talk about stand-up comedy today. Good. That's, that's what I think we should talk about I think, today. I think that's like, this way we should. We'll have about. a few different things that we can touch upon anything else but this is this is going to be about stand-up and other things stories that we we've had things maybe maybe we do throw some bits but if you did hear by the way uh i can't tell you who the guy is i don't know you guys probably know better than i do he's probably like a really big famous youtuber i have no idea um but what i will say is house heisenberg who was like the famous um he he, he would Put these stereos in and, and have people talking about the flirt and flouse. And so he. I blow your mind when I'm spitting swim magically. Charged up like a lithium battery. I blow your mind when I'm spitting swim magically. When I'm killing shit up. Find another rapper out there having realists. Yeah, multi when I'm killing shit up. Find another rapper out there having realists. Hey yo, I'm here for y'all trying to pronounce words. The balance is absurd. Y'all know what we about, sir. We are trying to pronounce words. The balance is absurd. Y'all know. So good. So one more time for the kids in the back. We from DJ Trap, repping Berlin for certain. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to. He said repping Berlin. I want to try to. Because he knows the flirt. I don't know what they did, but I want to give him. I blow your mind when I'm spitting. I blow your mind when I'm spitting. Charge back like a lithium charge back like a lithium. Yeah, multi syllabics when I'm killing shit. Find another rapper out there. Find another rapper out there. Hey yo, I'm in the house. Hey yo, kinda like the homies out. Kinda like the homies out. Hey yo, I'm here for y'all. Such magic. That's a great one. That yeah, might be my is... that might be my favorite one because it's because the guy can flow. Because the guy's legit. He's a Who really is good. He? I don't DJ, know. I gotta does he find call out. himself DJ DJ Trap? Or is, is that what that, he said? I don't know. That, I can't really see. This, what is, he's, this is this is this is that old bit of mine. I'm like, who's singing this? He'll tell us. I'll try to hear you again. <laughs> I blow your mind when I'm spitting flim magically, charged up like a lithium battery. Yeah, multi-syllabics when I'm killing shit. Uh, find another rapper out there half as real as this. Uh, hey yo, I'm in the house, kinda like the homies at flirting flouts. Yeah, hey yo, I'm here for y'all trying to pronounce. 
words, the bounces of surge. Y'all know what we bout, sir. Greetings from DJ Trap, repping Berlin for. I don't know. DJ Trap. I don't know. Might just, be a, the, the, might just be a pal. You, you and I, you and I are, can we say, um, not hip? <laughs> so, so the kids will probably tell us who that <laughs> <be> is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's actually the most famous YouTuber ever. That's ever. literally ever. the most famous YouTuber there ever. They're gonna, they're gonna tell us who he is, but either way, he was really, really good. Um, I hope more people ask him to do the flirt and flow oh stuff. Oh my god! Because that would be great. So you were saying that basically he does the Streamlab names that are given. Not like the stream, so he put a super chat in, so, okay. and the super chat just so it's the flirt and flounce. Yes, so this okay. dude just sees the super chats, it sees like names, and he goes through it, and he go, and he's doing his. Oh, that's so DJ Traps probably also. I'm like, it's this guy's DJ, but it's probably it's just probably super just chat. another name. Yeah, yeah, it's probably another super chat. But he, but cool. he, either way, but you know what I'm impressed with him by? How did he know? That Zaflirt and Flouse was, was a, a homie. dude. Yeah, because he because he didn't. Zaflirt and Flouse could have been anything. Zaflirt and Flouse could have been a, a club. Zaflirt and Flouse. It could sounds have been, like a dance. It sounds like a dance. <laughs> it could have been like a food, yeah. right? But he said like the homies of Flirt like and Flouse. My flirt. my guess is that my guess my 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 hope my dream is that he's like yeah fuck yeah I know who's a Flirt and Flouse is <laughs> he's the homie. So and then he went through and and. And did us a flirt and flounce. I, I sent it to Brett. Brett was like, where did you find this? <laughs> I was like, like, House Heisenberg strikes again. Because Brett, for those those people who don't know, Brett's a big flirt and flounce fan. Massive fan. Massive. The, the FCL champion of the world is a flirt and flounce. Yeah. And so I, I almost yeah. want that to be like, I want him to walk out to that on his next oh, uh, event. Are you kidding plays. me? Yeah. It's yeah, so, so good. So hip kids, tell us who that is. Right. What were you talking about before? You said you, you know, I cut you off. Your you're, arms? Oh, we're talking about the arms. Yeah. And then. Work doing the uh, doing the workouts doing the the, the Oculus have been doing that but I was like yeah we should just talk about comedy because we're both Kate and I are going to be doing um, more more comedy and the possibilities are endless now because look at this look at this I'm, I cannot tell you how excited I am the Schmodown Spectacular is coming back I don't think live. I realized it's still hung in the balance for as long as it did I really live thought it was, I really yes I really thought that it was like I don't know like it just got announced. Just got announced last night that in my head I was like, of course it's happening. I don't think I realized like how tenuous this was. So this the tickets are on sale. It is December fourth, downtown Los Angeles, the Globe Theater. If you were at the free for all in twenty nineteen, I was. Um, that was like your first thing that you came to check out. So if you were there, that is where it is. It's a great theater. The elite tickets are already sold sold out. VIP is almost gone. General admission um, will is still available at the moment. Then we also have um, the Schmodown Expo. And what that is for those people who didn't know, you were there for that too last year or two years, two years ago. Years. Um, but you were just there to we, hang out. I write, you I write off. Yeah, I, write, you, I write off last year. Yeah, because you weren't even a manager yet. At that no. point, so you came there just to hang no, out. No, I you wasn't. Just, you were just part of Sen. You just I was joined just, Sen. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. And I the, was so irrelevant. <laughs> no, I think you got a lot of love when you showed up. And I did, yeah. but like that's that's funny. I it, I don't remember the time before I was a manager. <laughs> I mean, nobody does. Uh, it is the it, the expo. It's essentially like a. Um, it's part of, if you can get like a ticket for general admission plus the expo and what will happen is it'll grant you access to the, the a lot of the competitors and personalities and managers will have a table they'll have their own merch you can take pictures with them you can just hang out and chill out before the event starts and it was a 
and and it was actually Saul was there before he was a competitor, yes. and he competed because Ben Goddard runs like a game where you can compete in a Schmodown match. So there's all these games and things. We're doing it again for 2021, um, and those are going fast. So I wouldn't sit on it. Um, it's going to be a massive party. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be some big special guests. I got off a phone call this morning working on somebody really, really big for this thing, and I'll be I, Michael I, Jordan. No, I, my inner <laughs> child will will come out. Um, if I get this particular person, because okay, now I know what type of person this is. Because it's going to be, it's it it will really add to the atmosphere. But there's even if I don't get that particular person, there yeah. are things that we're working on. This is going to be the biggest event. So you either got He Man, He Man <laughs> will be there, or yeah. Yeah. well, I mean, we kind of have He Man with with Kevin Smith. You know, I mean, what, truly, what he's doing so. Truly. Um, so much, so much to, to that we're doing that I'm excited for. But the other reason with the announcement that live events are coming back, and, and I hope to have some more announcements within the next week, if not maybe even today, or there's more stuff coming, uh, a lot of stuff coming. And with that will come more, the, the shows that Mark usually does, when we do shows on Saturday, usually yeah. on Friday, will be some stand-up shows. And I told him, Last October, I was work. I started working on stuff. You know that. Yes. Um, we've been working together on a lot of stuff. But I was. I've been working on some stuff, and I want to start doing those shows on Fridays. Also, Ugh, it's be so I already told my friends like in New York when we go when we go back to New York, like they're gonna they're gonna come out and and see, and we'll have like a full full on party. It's. I, I have to say, like I've sort of loved. Mark's very generous about that yes. sort of thing, where he'll just be like. Like, I don't know. He's been hustling this whole time. You and I stopped to have kids. You know right, what I mean? Right. But he's like, get on my show. That's like, I just, and, and it's just so fun because like the, it was like, you were the leader of us back in the day. Like, I feel like you were the one that was like established as a standup at the time. And we were like riding your coattails. Like I was like, can I get onto a white boy comedy show? You know, like right, I know right, Frank right. will book them, book right. them, but I don't know. It's just so fun that we're all going to be doing it again um, when, when we're all together yes and i want to almost even do like an sen type thing too so it doesn't have to just fall on mark's shoulders where right. we could do shows so where we i mean my my goal next next year next season everything's a season but next year would be to get a place a venue that in la that we can do some and even if it's a seats like 100 people right to do some to do some shows out there and then we can do some other shows like on, on the road in general and maybe we do one on like a thursday mark does the friday and then a couple people can pop on or whatever it might be because at one point i was gonna when i didn't know what we were going to be able to do for live events my idea was maybe to to do like a big sen comedy show like the roulette in brooklyn oh then I'm pretty confident that we're going to be doing a schmo down there. Yeah. Um, um, so we're sticking to it. But like I, you and I were kind of running things off each other, and it's just like I, I told I was I watched Rocky Balboa lately. Yeah. Great recently, and I told Ellis that. But have you ever seen that one? No. So, the, how many of them have you seen? I'm. I was just about to say, don't ask me which ones I've seen. Yeah. How many of them do you think you've seen? I know how many I've seen. Okay, tell me. Creed. Zero. You've never even seen a Creed or Creed 2. You would love Creed. Zero. Yeah. You're like, you would love Creed because Michael B. Jordan's yeah. in it. Yeah. But it's also a great movie. It's also a great You're movie. You're not wrong. Um, yeah. I actually don't know. Wow. Are we still friends? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. I've I, seen the stair scene. But I actually, one. that's stupid. You probably saw that in a spoof. Yeah, um, probably. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> not. I don't sketch. get upset with people when they're like, oh, I haven't seen it. I get, I get jealous. Oh. Because my, my wife's best friend was here with her husband for July 4th. And he just hasn't seen anything, right? <sighs> he hasn't seen anything. And he says it, and he, he wears it with like a badge. And, he's, and I said, 
<laughs> it was really funny because I started asking him. He's like, yeah, brought us some actors. He's like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, oh, this, this, this. He goes, stop trying. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I haven't seen it. And, and, and so, but I was like jealous because I'm like, there's so much that you could stumble upon that you haven't seen. Yeah. That you wow. Like, look at Winston with like, this is a, a, a fun example, not a bad example, fun example. The Fast and Furious movies, right? Yes. Fast and Furious 5 is fantastic. It is just a lot of fun. And he's he's watching them for the first time. He's like, Fast 5 is great, man. He's tweeting out about it. It's like a six-year-old movie, seven-year-old yes. movie. But yes. it, it's to him, it's like the first time watching. Steph is watching The Sopranos for the first time. Oh, I know. I'm, I got to tell you, after our conversation the other day, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to start watching it I for just the first finished. Time I, people are like, here we go with The Sopranos again. Yeah. You're probably going to get The Sopranos every episode <laughs> of The Big Thing because I just finished season one last night. You did? Yeah, I'm, I'm every night. Ask, ask my wife. She's How just many like, episodes are in a, a cable 13, season? Well, it, it was just, 13? It, it depends, but that, that season, season one was 13 episodes. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I finished it, like, quick. Um, like, like <laughs> really quick. And it's you, that show you would love for sure. But going back to Rocky, um, like, I'm – Jealous that, that you haven't I, seen it. I can still. Yeah, you can still. You can go back and watch. I think you would love the first one. Okay. Second one's pretty pretty great. I go back and forth which one I like more, but I like it for different reasons too. I, I can always switch depending on how I watch them. One, two, and three, depending on how they're 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 great for one different reasons. One of them's reasons. like notoriously garbage, right? Five. Five. Okay. And and I think and some people some people most people agree. Even Stallone said that five's not good, but. Okay. The problem with five is, so if, you, if you're going to summarize it, the first movie, he's this dude who had potential. He decided to, he, he became like a collector for like mobsters. Uh, and he's, and he. Bone collector. Yeah, but he's a good guy. He just yeah. went, he's not the smartest guy in the world, right. but he just, he had potential in the, to be like a, a good fighter, but he's fighting bums and, and, you know, getting himself into trouble. And he, he's got nothing going on in his life. And and he gets a shot because Apollo Creed, who's the Muhammad Ali undefeated champion of the world, is supposed to fight this dude on like Thanksgiving around an area, but the guy gets hurt or something happens he can't so they've got nobody to fight. And he's so Apollo's like, What if I just do like a like a a goof and like make like a show out of it and I'll pick some local fighter and I'll give him a shot at the title dude, on, on, on the independence and, and let's 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 do it. And, and then they're going through it. And he's like, what about this guy? He's like the Italian stallion. That sounds, he's like, he's like, never heard of him. He's like, yeah, who nobody has. He's like, he's like, and, and he's like, this is, he's an Italian. It sounds Apollo Creed versus the Italian stallion. He says, it sounds like a damn monster movie. Yes. Right. Yes. And then, but his, but his manager goes, oh, no, no, he's a Southpaw lefty. You know, he's like, yeah, he's, yeah, he yeah, goes, yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't want you messing with no Southpaw. He's like, nah, I'll drop him in three. Right. And and then, you know, the and Rocky Rocky gets at first he doesn't want to do it, he gets the shot. Um and and so and, and and within this he meets Adrian, who is basically the opposite of him, who is very shy, kinda is is introvert introverted and, and it doesn't and they have this great scene which you if you go Who you plays hear, Adrian? Talia Shire. Okay. So when you hear the um when you hear the the making of this movie, which is fascinating, a hundred times over. But the scene in the in the script was that they go to this ice rink, and it's packed. And he's got. And they have this conversation. Well, they didn't have the money for packed. They didn't have the money for extras. Oh my god! So they said, "Well, what if we write it in that Rocky kind of walks in and and gives the the guy who's cleaning the ice some money, 
and then the two of them are just in it together. Oh, it I plays so much better. Oh my god, I love that. And they have a conversation where he's like, um, he said that he said that he doesn't have um, what is what, what does he say? He's like he doesn't have a he doesn't have much of a brain, so you better find a way to use your body. Is what his dad told him. Right when he was younger, and and Adrian laughed. She's like, "Well, my mom told me the opposite. You don't have much of a, a body, so make sure you use your brain." And they just—it's like that. That oh. summarizes them like completely, and oh. like just the lead up to it. And then you know, you get to one, two is two is I I, I so much so I want you to see it. I don't want yeah, to yeah, ruin yeah, all the yeah, details yeah. to you, but like two and then three, those three movies. Is Adrian, a through line. She, I, well, I don't want to tell you. Okay, I'll tell you. And okay. then and then, Rocky Four, which is Ellis's favorite, but it is. A music video. Okay. I mean, it is an hour and twenty six minutes. It is. It he is. Does love music? <laughs> it is legit a music video. Like so much so that James Brown comes out and sings <laughs> "Coming to America" before Apollo Creed fights on one of the on a thing, and he sings a whole song. <laughs> There's another part of it where he's having Rocky's doing like a flashback. It's a full on song <laughs> with flash with just with just flashbacks from the previous movies. And it's fantastic, but it's did montages but it's come from Rocky? No, they're all they're, over the place. But he's but he that. used but in in the fourth movie, it's like he was paid to do montages, right? Like they're all over the place. Wait, and who plays Creed? Who plays Apollo Creed? Uh, that would be Carl Weathers, who from no shit, yeah, okay. from from Mandalorian, okay. yeah, 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 wow, yeah, in his prime. Oh my god, prime. yeah. I love talking to you about Rocky. Yes. You know nothing about it. It is it is as it is as if like. This is what I was put like on this earth speaking. to do. Yeah, to, to teach people about Rocky Bal- Rocky. So anyway, but Rocky Balboa to kind of come Yeah, because you were saying you watched that the other night. Yes, yeah. because Rocky Rocky in general, the, the, the journey that he's got all the way through, um, it's Rocky V. He, they try to put him back. He's already tasted a lot of success by the time okay. he gets to Rocky Five, right? Okay. And, and in Rocky Five, he loses his money. He loses a lot of stuff, and, and, he, and, he's got, and he goes back to the neighborhood but they put him back as if not like as if the success didn't happen ah and weird the people treat him the same that they did it before he won Which these things 100 percent wouldn't be it true. just wouldn't be and yeah. it, it always felt like eh. and then the i would have been forgiving of all of it but the problem is he doesn't even fight in the ring in the fifth one he fights in the street huh. right? yeah and it's and it's not i'm glad that that's all that happened because because stone was going to kill him in this movie, he was gonna he was gonna kill Rocky, ah. and he talked about this. I remember like on Arsenio Hall one time, he was gonna kill him, and it's like thank God that didn't happen. I don't know what was going on with him at the time okay. he wrote this, but like he admits it. He's like, yeah, it just wasn't good. Rocky Balboa, I talked to. Sorry, yeah. Stallone writes these. Wrote and directed a lot of them. He wrote wow. so the first movie was John Avildsen, okay, who directed also directed uh, Karate Kid. Oh, see, now we're talking about my movies. Okay, so yes. John okay. Avildsen directed that. Rocky Two is Stallone. Written and directed by Rocky Three was Stallone. Wow! I think Rocky Four was Stallone. Rocky Five. I want to tell you Five was was Avildsen again. I don't know if that's true, but I feel like it was. That's. I think he went back to basics. I feel like he went back to basics, and he, and that that's what he did. But let's see. Let's. I'm pretty sure, but I love that you asking questions about. I, Rocky. Can I tell you? Yeah. It's, it reminds me of two like. I was late to everything. I was super late to Breaking Bad. I was, I, I mean, I, it's almost like I sort of need to have I every, I need to have the series closed Abelson. out so I can, yeah. it was. Abelson directed five. Um, I think because they wanted to go back to Roots and try to get it. But it's funny because Rocky Six, which is Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa, okay. That goes back to Roots. Ah. That goes back to Roots because he's, 
I'm, it's not that for me, because tons of athletes lose their money. Tons of stars, movie stars, lose their money. Refrigerator Perry. But, and yeah. you have to do other jobs and everything. Too. Like Rocky winds up, mm-hmm. yeah, Rocky winds up like opening a restaurant, right? Yeah. I'm, that makes sense. Yes. And what also makes sense, he walks in to go greet his son, who's, uh, do you watch, um, what's that show that Sadie loves? Oh, the, uh, not, it's, uh, This Is Us. Do you watch no, it? Okay. that show's garbage. She, don't tell her that. She'll bite your head off. Uh, uh, she loves it. So, but anyway, My, Milo Ventimiglia. Oh, he play, I know him. Okay, He, yes, he plays yes, Rocky's yes, yes. son yes. In, in this movie. Okay. So he goes to see, and, and, and his son is like, you know, doesn't want him like living in, he feels like he's living in his dad's shadows and wants to make his name for his own, and his boss is a dick, and he works in, he's like smart, he's, he's, not, he's not a fighter, he's, he's, he goes to suit, work yeah. in a suit. And, he's a great actor. Yeah, you don't think so? No, I said oh, he's yeah, a he great is, actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Rocky, yeah. Rocky walks in to go greet him, but this time, people are coming up to him, champ, what's up, champ, you know, champ, and they're taking pictures with him, and yes. like, that's, that's what would that's, happen. That's what, that's what, what happen. would happen. Yes. And even the dick boss is like, oh, you never introduced me to your pops? And takes a picture with him, and all that. Yes, and, yes. But, the the overall premise of Rocky Balboa is that he still, he still feels like there's something going on in there. Like, because from Rocky Five, he was he hasn't been able to fight, in, but he, at this point, he's like almost, he's like 55, almost 60 years old. And, Ugh. yeah, and he's, and, and they're like, what are, you, what are you talking about? There's like yeah. this computer generated fight with the, who, the guy who's the champion now and Rocky, uh, young Rocky, and young Rocky wins the fight. And they're like, and so the promoter's like, what do we do like an exhibition? We put Rocky in it because Rocky had just gotten cleared for licensing to, to fight again. And his son's like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. what are you doing? And he has, and that's where that line comes from. He's just like, you know, it's not about how hard you get hit, but it's about, um, it's, it's, it's not about how hard you hit. It's a, about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Yeah. It's like, that's how winning is done. Yes. And it's a great speech. But there's a, something that to play into all of this, what I teased with Ellis and even said to my wife the other day, there's a scene with him and Paulie. And it's when he starts realizing that he wants to fight again. And he tells Paulie, he goes, He's like, you know, because Paulie says, you know, about the match. He's like, wait, you don't feel like you've peaked yet? And I go, peaked? And he goes, yeah, peaked. Goes, no, there's just some stuff in the basement. He's like, what basement? He goes, yeah, basement. Just, and, and, like, I feel like there's still stuff in the basement for stand-up, you know? And I, and I can. I love that. Yeah. At first, of course, my friend, I was like, he had to poop? No, he had some stuff in the he basement. He had some stuff in the basement. He had some stuff gotcha. in the basement. I got some and stuff in the basement. And I've been quoting that. Like, yes. I still got some stuff in the basement. I it's love like, that. And it's like, you know, not, and it's the same thing. It's like, I don't, like, when I was younger, like, every other disillusioned performer, no matter what, and not all, dis, not all disillusioned, but the first thing I'm thinking of is, oh, I want to sell out arenas. I want to do this. I want to be in front of thousands and thousands of people. I just want to do it. Yep. I don't give a shit if, his, if there's 40 people in the right. crowd. This right. one, and it's probably why it's probably going to be the most fun that I've had doing stand-up ever. Right. Is because I don't, my goal is not to try to sell out anywhere. I just want to do it and try stuff out and do some things. I had some fun, like I'm having fun writing yep. again. Yep. And I haven't done that in a while. So like what, I, what was encouraging is when you and I were working on it, like I had that one bit that you're like, well, that one definitely seems like you've been working on it for yes. a while. Yes. And like that, that's the kind of stuff that I want to do. Oh yeah. No, that one, I mean, cause we had talked to, we had, we had done this months back. We had done like a couple online yes. sessions together, but this was like, that bit was totally fleshed out. I felt like. Working on it for yeah. a bit. I mean, I, I worked for a while. Like even when, um, when, cause I started, I remember when I first, when the basement started to wake up. I, he had to poop. Yeah, had to poop, but <laughs> it was, I pooped in the basement. <laughs> But when I um, 
when that happened, it was my birthday last year. I just took the day off from work. I shut the curtains. I this, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. got stoned. Yeah. I watched a whole bunch of like old DVDs and tapes and stuff. You sent me some. And I just, and I, I put myself through torture because yes. it was very hard to watch oh. some of the old stuff. But the reason I was doing it was, I was like, is there still some stuff inside of those old ones that can be remastered that, because that was the thing I always made sure I did when I was younger was I always did jokes that were evergreen. Yeah. Or at least could change to be evergreen, not too topical because if you lose some topical stuff, yeah, because, yeah, then it's. Then you're, yeah, then you have to rebuild got, a set constantly. You rebuild it all the time. But, I mean, I think that I still, obviously, I mean, there's a lot of new stuff. I didn't, like, when I was, I didn't have two kids the last no. time I was really doing stand-up. So there's a lot there. But there's nothing funny about having kids. <laughs> I'll never forget that one thing, though. And I regret it. And I still haven't written anything about it. I was maybe a month out of working for, writing for WWE. And I was back doing stand-up. And I was talking about the stories. It was in the back of... Uh, there's a place in Santa Monica and it was like a little theater house. I don't know if you ever did this place. And it was like, you'd have to go like down the stairs in oh. order to do it. It was right. It was right in like uh, the heart of Santa Monica, right by the water, right by the pier. And it was near those, like the restaurants. And, I, and it was like it, off the side. It's not, it wasn't um, POW. It wasn't Prince of Wales. No, not Prince of Wales. There was, I'm thinking of, it wasn't Santa Monica, but it was like a pier. It was Santa Monica. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't on wasn't. the pier. It was, okay, it was, was off, do you know where those restaurants I'll are? Like where like the, see. like the CPK is and where the Houston's used to be and yes, all that. Yes, yes, yes. It was right over there. Oh, and it was okay. like, and you go and Frank, Mark Franco used to run it and you, you go down this alley and then to the left and then you would go downstairs and then towards the back, and I and it was it was there for a while, and I don't remember. I don't know if it's still there. I have no idea. But I did the show a bunch of times. I remember the first time I ever did it, I yeah, went up and I and I did this, and it was the first time I did it. It worked wonders because it was all improv. Second time I tried to do the same thing and it didn't work. I yeah. went up there going, and, I, and my accent was very thick at the time, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you know, I know you guys know where I'm from, but you know, it's, it's and and I want to talk about it. You know, growing up in Alaska was tough, and <laughs> and you know, building this and." And someone came up to me afterwards, and I did this whole thing for, like, 10 minutes. And they're like, dude, it's great. I did it again. Bombed. Oh. Because it just because, because it was it was trying to rework it. But yeah. it was also when I was a lot younger yes. that I didn't understand, well, what worked about the first time to the right. second one. I said, well, second time, I'm, I'm done. And I didn't do it ever again. Right. Which was, today, that's not what I would do. Yes. But I was in the back for some at that same place, different set. And it was a bunch of us. And Ari Shafir and I were sitting in the back. And Ari... Is it, we're talking about wrestling? The right in there, he goes, he goes, yeah, you shouldn't. He goes, you shouldn't do that on stage. It's like everybody talks about working at the WWE, and I go, really? He's like, no. Why aren't you talking about this? Because it's all you should be talking about. Why aren't you talking about this? And I was like, yeah, I should be writing, man. He's like, yes. Why aren't you talking about this? And oh. and I never and I never listened to him, and I never did it. Um, oh. because that that. Because the Alaska thing was probably 99, 2000. Yeah. I didn't really start hanging out or know Ari until after I became a regular comedy store. So that must have been like 2002, 2003, right okay. after the, the wrestling. So, right. so I wasn't too fresh out of it, actually, now that I think about it. I must have been like a year or two years later because I, I didn't really start to know Ari. Ari was really, Ari was really kind to me when I was at the comedy store. It's funny. I, I feel like I dabbled in and out with Ari at different shows, but I, I never could tell. I knew he was wildly funny. He was. 
And I knew he was like wildly inappropriate, fine was. too. But I couldn't Still tell. Is. Yeah. And I just couldn't tell, like, hearing that, like, he microdosed Bert without Bert knowing. It's he, like stuff like that that I'm like, is this guy a loose cannon? He, yes. He's done a lot of stuff like that. Him and Bobby Lee got into a crazy amount of fights. And I don't know how much of it out there. I remember when they, he, like, rubbed shit or human shit or dog shit on, like, Bobby's, like, doorknob. And they got into, like, fist fights. And I think oh. they've talked about this many times over. But, like, they, they got into, like, major oh fist God. fights at the comedy store. Like, I used to see that stuff all the time. But he was gr- he was very he was very great he was great to me because I I think I told you why he was the reason why he told me I think that he warmed up to me is that when I got he was not a regular at the comedy store when I got there he was an employee he was on stage hope, hosting like the um not just the the open mics but he I mean he was not an open mic but he was he was hosting, hosting the open yeah, mic yeah, yeah. or the uh, and he would also host the OR shows and he got employee spots and. He was already becoming like everybody knew who he was, and he was saying that there was like certain. It's the way there probably is now at the comedy store. Certain pockets of people, you know, right, that, that are there, right. like the, the clicks, right? And I like you know uh, Ari and Steve Simone and Renazisi and all those guys. Like they were. So when I when I got there, I showcasing. I don't know how it's done now, but showcasing was very different. And showcasing is at the comedy store was that you would go. And you would do whatever time they say, okay, you got three minutes. Like Duncan Trussell was the guy who was was running the the showcases, and and he would then get three minutes. <laughs> you got three minutes, and then if they liked you, you then got eight, and then I think you got, I think it was three, seven, and like ten. I think those were the were the. What do you do in three minutes, Christian? <laughs> you you do you do what showcases you, right? So the way that I got, and the way that I got through and i know you've got your thing but i want to talk positive about my friend brett ernst because like oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so so brett brett was um brett ernst and i hey by the way the i way. have no right to not like the dude it just uh, he he was very funny i have no right to like him really any know. opinion i don't know him i remember him not being nice to me during like when i would do shows with him but also like i was like a really insecure like looking for approval of like the big doll he was like right. him and delia showed up a couple times to room five and i was like Right, right. Well, like, so Brett, Brett and I would do I, shows is, together. I have no right to not like that. Okay, guy. Yeah. F- fair. Um, yeah. And that's just what comedians and people do anyway. Yeah. So that's fine. But uh, but but Brett Ernst and I, who's on Cobra Kai, he plays um, he plays cousin Louie. Um, and so he and I would do shows together. We did Dublin's together. We did like Luna Park. We did we did tons of shows together, right? And so I remember Brett coming up to me. I don't remember what show it was, and he goes, he said, "Listen, I got um." I have a few people. I have. I have. A, um, each regular has recommendations of people that we can put in front of Mitzi. I want to put you in front of her. He he came up to me. Dude. To, yeah. So like it's and I. I That's get, massive. Massive, Brett. I I've talked about. I should talk about it more. But like Brett, Brett's the reason I'm only reason I'm I was able. I mean, obviously having to work. But but you delivered when you got where you needed to be. Brett's the only delivered. reason I got in that uh, yes. uh, get, be able to get on that stage because yes. Brett Brett had gotten passed uh, as a regular, got me in there, and then said, um, you know, go, now go do your thing, you know. And he said, he tell me, you know, three minutes and do this, and Mitzi will come in. But Mitzi at that point, you know, I mean, she she passed three four years ago, whatever it might have been, but she was she was getting old back yeah. in two thousand and two, you know, but she was still. She was she was coming in. She'd watch, but she wasn't in all the time. So, the comedian there was like tons of comedians that were on that showcase, and they're like, "Oh, Mitzi's gonna be here. Mitzi's gonna be here." And then you soon realize soon realize that Mitzi's not always gonna be there. Right. Mitzi might not be there at all. Right. But what was great about that back in the day was I think it was 
Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday were the showcases. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. You had, as, as an up-and-coming comedian, if you're on that list, until she came in, you can work out at the comedy store, whether it's three minutes, whether it's seven minutes, or ten. I'll never forget this the day that I died. I remember we were working out doing these things, and I, I quickly went from three, I think, to like six or seven. I can't remember. I, I got, I got it I, pretty quick, and it was because I think that Whatever might have happened, I don't know if she saw the three or whatever happened, but but either way, I got I got pumped up to the, to the second one, and I remember being in the back. I can't remember the guy's name. I don't remember who he was. I can remember what he looks like. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not coming back tomorrow. Uh, I probably you just you know when I when I find out she's going to be here, I'm coming. I'll, I'll come up." And I go, "He's like, he's like, why would I be here if I don't need to be?" I'm like, "You have an opportunity to go up at the comedy store three nights a week." You don't have to find bringer shows. You don't have to find it. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I remember Ari, as I got close, because I started showcasing in like late July. I got passed in late November. Oh, my God. I was working out there from July to November. I had no problem. Like, I, I was, like it, Other people getting so frustrated. She's not coming in. She's not watching you. And, I'm, and I remember. That's wild. So I remember the first time she saw me, and she, saw me, she's, and she said, God, I want you to do some more time. We do this, make sure you, you know, when you do, you got a lot of energy and just slow down. It's so funny. Bit. Everybody's impression of her is yeah. the exact same. Yeah, it's because it's, it's, it's how she talks. No, I know. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. I've never met her, never saw her, it's, but I feel like I do. <laughs> it's one of my f- defining moments where, and I had the, I had the set and they're like in, in November and I was, I was at that point at the 10, whatever it was. And I remember there was like, yeah, she's going to be here tonight. And so, she, and I just had a really good set, and I felt it. And I was like, it was in the, it was in the moment. I was in the rhythm. I was there was a great crowd, fun crowd, and I was playing with the crowd. Afterwards, she gets the wave, and Duncan's like, Duncan's like, come over, come over, come over. So Duncan's sitting next to her over the booth, and she's like, come here. You're very funny. We really would like you to be part of the club. Like I like what you're, I like what you're doing, and you're, 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 mo- you're like you, you, you've got, you've definitely moved and, and improved. I, and you're. Um, it's very funny, and in my head I'm going, okay, does that mean that I'm in? Because I've heard that she's telling yes, people they want, yeah. they want, she wants you to be part of the club, and she wants you to do this. But then they, she decides the next day that, yeah, you know what, I I changed my mind because that happened. Yeah. That happened often where she's just like, yeah, Whoa. no, I I, I made that I was thinking of someone else, right? So I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, so, God. so I remember working at this management company, Bohemia was, I think they still, I think they're a management company still, but they think they do music. My friend Susan runs it, but. Anyway, I was at the desk, and Duncan calls me, and he's like, congrats, dude, you're in. And I just, like, ran down the hallway. I oh jumped by. It was, God. like, such a – it was just the thing because the comedy store was a place where when I got there in, like, late 99, I showed up to the comedy store, and the door was open. Like, the door was like wide open. Nobody's yes. in there. And like, and I walked up on the OR stage, and I stood on the OR stage when I first got to LA. Isn't that <laughs> and I'm looking around, and I'm like, Carlin's been on this stage, yeah. Robin Williams, Pryor, yes. like Chris Rock, and I'm and I'm looking around, and I'm just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be here. And I remember going to the comedy store very soon after that, and I'll never forget the two comedians that I saw a p- bunch of comedians that night, but the two that I saw that I remember that night, Mike Young. And his director now, and then okay. and Bobby Lee. Those are the two comedians I saw, and there was nobody in there from '99 until like 2004. That place was not the place it is today. I know Comedy it's Store. really yeah. It was the stinky gym, and everyone. It was it was, but it was to me the best club, still is. But it was the best club because 
if you could hit the OR, the original room, and you could go up in front of 20 people and they'll make you work for it. Yeah. And you know that you, what you worked on, like you can get easy laughs at other places and it's still, it's legit, but the comedy store was just something else. I always, um, I always loved the improv too. I loved going on. I love the, the energy of the improv. I love the energy of the improv. I hated that it was called the improv. Yeah, because it is. <laughs> I was not, like, yeah, this is not, not, the improv does not. I mean, I'm sure people improvise, but it's a stand up. It's club. a stand up show. I know, but it's. But uh, I, lo- yeah. I always loved the improv, and I only ever did the belly room at. The, and it was actually my first show ever, was the belly room. Oh, it was room. the belly room. It was the belly room. Belly room is still a great place. I mean, it's, I mean, it was it was a. There's a lot. I, I used to love, love the belly room um, because that was another that was the beauty of that that club you could always find somewhere if you were if you knew the if you knew the the system and where to go and the like if you were there your work you could get up right you can you could get up at either the like i remember when i was doing stand up all the damn time 7 yes. days a week like i didn't have a shortage of places to get up because right. I, w- I could get up at the comedy store. I could go to and it. Yeah, what does is, what is being a regular look like? Like you get booked or you can just show up or what's the... No. The- um, and, and again, I don't know how much it's changed from when I got... Because like Mark's a regular now there. Mark's, yeah, he's been a regular for, for a long Bro, time. I mean, but yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, he's he's a regular. So if your name's on the wall, you're 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 a regular. That's what that's what, what happens. So once Are you, you... Is your name on the wall? Yeah, it is. So... Fuck yeah, off. That was one of the... It was... If you go to the back of the... When you go in the back room... Or when you go, like, you know how when you go to the front, yes. they have the whole thing. But then as you go to the, around the side in the parking lot, yes. when you go, that you that's really how you can make the entrance to the OR and then the main room and then up the stairs, right? To the left, Rick Ingram, Ari, James Painter, and myself, we were all there that day when the guy was there. And we were like, we all wanted our names together. So <laughs> we watched him do it. I was there. Are you I watched still friends with Ari at all? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, he, I texted with Ari um, I, right before he did his trip. He went, he went like, he was like, doing his crazy, uh, in the middle of nowhere. And, like, I don't think he was in Brazil. I don't know where he was, but he was somewhere. And I had reached out to him about doing something. And he's like, yeah, he's, I've been on his show a handful of times, and he's done stuff with us. But, um, but yeah, and he used to do the Room 5 shows. Yes. He used to come in and do the Room 5 shows. Yeah. He's, every time I see him, we've always been, we've always been um, pretty tight. And, um you know, I still see Renazisi. Simone and I talk for sure. That was the cl- that was my class, and then Ingram. Ingram, I talked to him all the Simone. time. Yeah, so <laughs> Simone's great, dude. That's I don't think I realized. I was like, oh yeah, you got passed, but I didn't know that meant your name's on the yeah, fucking yeah. wall. It's, pr- it's pretty awesome, and like that's you, like getting your oh, a star on the walk of for like, comedy for for comedy. Yeah, it does. I mean, it it was it was one of my it was one an accomplishment that I that I always I think it's like my Twitter I think it's my I still have it as a Twitter thing. Listen, so honestly, if I, I ever saw that, I probably was like, "Oh, that's cute." Someone made Someone him a, a mock up of one. No, no, it's it's it is it's I'm it's sure. the actual one. I think it's still on there. Yeah, it's there. Holy shit! Yeah, let's see. I'll I'll, I'll see if I can. Uh, but also, at some point, they're gonna run out of wall space. You would think, but I mean, like you know, it's not like it, or or. It's it's not not everybody gets their name up there. This is this is a it's kind of a blurry picture, so I'll I'll show Dude. people who are looking at it. But it's um. Where's Mark's name? His is around the no. His is in, in that general area. His is in that general area. Here, this My is. My God. That's uh, that's that's from that's the comedy store. I'll do that. That's amazing. I can't. Here, here you go. This is like. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Do that for today. Um, but before we, we'll do some more comedy stories. We want to talk to Kate about when she started and how she kind of got into some stuff too. But I also wanted 
to let all you guys know, by the way, I know that you have been listening to us and we've been telling you guys about ExpressVPN and being a lot of people who have been uh, very excited about it, and you should be, because not a lot of people look at the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode, and you really should, because it says that your activity might still be visible to whether it's your employer, your school, your internet service provider. How are they able to tell if, it's in, if, if it is in incognito? If you really want to stop people from seeing the sites that you visit, you need to do what we do, and you got to use ExpressVPN. Think about it. Go back in time. You're at a Wi-Fi, you're using Wi-Fi at a coffee shop, you're at a hotel, you're at your parents' house. If you're not using ExpressVPN, every site that you visit could be logged by the end of that network, and it's still true no matter what, even if you're in incognito mode. You don't want your parents to see what you're looking at. You know that. It doesn't matter how old you are. What's more, your home Internet provider, and whether that's Comcast or AT&T, whatever, they can also see and they can record your browsing data. ExpressVPN is an app that encrypts all of your network data and it reroutes it through a network of secure servers so that your private online activity stays just that. You want it to stay private. The good news is that ExpressVPN works on all your devices and it is super easy to use. The app literally has one button. You tap to connect it. My dad can do it. And your browsing activity is secure from prying eyes. So stop letting strangers invade your online privacy. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash SEN. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash SEN and get three months free. That is expressvpn.com slash SEN to learn more. But, uh, yeah, so. Um, I'm glad you got some shade look, on your dad in there. Who's this? Hey, it's yeah, Brett Sherry. It's Brett. How you doing, Brett? You're hey. good? Perfect. That's not you either. What the hell is going on over here? I can be a... Oh. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, he's just not good at technology. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad. What do I do? I just hit the button? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I hit the button. I don't want to. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, it's going... It's being able to go back and stand up and doing that again. And I, I think that... I want to go back, even telling my wife that I want to go back to, to the comedy store. It's not like I want to go up tomorrow and jump on stage. Like my, as you and I were working on stuff the other day, um, I have to, I want to prep stuff first. I just want to, it's like, again, a, a quote from Rocky where he's telling Mick, and I think it's Rocky too. He's like, I just want to be around it. Yeah. I just want to be around it. Yes. I also feel like, um, yeah, there's still some stuff in the basement, but yeah. we got to clear off the stairs to yeah. the basement. <laughs> like yeah. there's, you know, like I just feel like the, I, I got to work it out a little bit more. What I will say about doing stand up now, like so, I, I got back into it right when you were having me on Collider, yeah. which was, you know, I was doing a charity for my kids' school, and we we booked flappers in Burbank, right. you know, flappers right, comedy, right, right. and uh, and I was like, I'm gonna host the shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. do a set up top. And I got back on because the stakes are so low, and I don't mean the stakes are so low because I'm doing it at a preschool fundraiser. I'm saying like because Ellis was there, yeah. Jamie Kaler was there, yeah. like um, this woman Atsk, uh, Atsko, I forget her last name already. Sana Bayul. Aksana uh, Bayul was there. She's she there. she landed her triple axel. Fantastic. She, it was, like it was amazing. Good. But like, I wanted to still come off good. I didn't want right. to embarrass myself. But I mean, the stakes are low. That like what you were talking about. 
when I'm 26 and doing stand-up, I still think that it's going to be my career. And your age, the, your next agent's going to be in the crowd. The, the sitcom's going to be there. I remember you having Joel Silver's people there right. at some point. Joel Silver's people then put me in touch with the Waynes brothers. I don't know if you remember this. Like, it was it was like Joel's people got me in touch with it. And, like, they pitched one of my jokes to Damon, and he liked it. And then I went in and had a meeting with one of those guys. Anyway, I remember just thinking, like, it's going to – and, like, I got into that meeting, and I didn't – fucking land it Christian I just like ran my whatever it was like the cockiness the just I I didn't I I didn't execute today you don't give a shit I don't give a shit (laughs) I'm telling you it's like that's why I want to do it that's what the problem is this here's here's it's the it's here the the things that you had back then to the things that you don't right right Back then in the twenties, like you, you have that you have that in the insecurities of, and of the who's going to be there, what's going to happen. Oh my god! Did they like me? All of that. That's there, but you know what else is there? The ability to do all of it. Yes. Right. Yes. Like that's that's the that's what I'd like to trade. I'd like to trade the ability to be able to do and and not being exhausted. Yes. Right. To be able to do because knowing that I have to go to the comedy store, and then got to be up, do all this stuff and yes, everything. Yes. Too, yes. 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 That's the other thing that you got, but you've got to do it if you right. want to do it. But as far as what you're talking about. Yeah, when I went back on stage for that New York show. Yeah. Um, were you there for that? No. No, you weren't I was, there for you were, you were, We were in New York when I got up. Oh, right. They didn't I, have a great show. <laughs> I didn't. Well, you did, it, but you. I recovered. You recovered. But I was way in my head. You were in your and head. I know and exactly. I could tell. And that's oh, yeah. why, and you know, I don't bullshit you. No, and I like, know. You, you, were, I walk, you were very clear with me I after, wa- but not in a mean way. No, I walked over to you afterwards. You said you didn't bomb and I'll tell you why. Yeah, yeah. You said because you recovered, but if I ever see you looking at a fucking, uh, looking at a fucking set list on the stage again, I'll murder you. <laughs> you said something, <laughs> something like something that. Something like yeah. that. I mean, not, but not for the one bit. Not for the one bit. No. It was, it was the, the one that you did the other yes, day. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Because no. That's, no. That's no, part no, of it. No, but no, it was. No. It was. Yeah. I was looking no, it was, at because I lost my place. It's different doing it in a coffee shop, yeah. or if it's in like a small place and you're just kind of staring at it. A lot of comedians do that, but it's like in in a set when there's a hundred people there and they got the tickets for it too and you know that you have time you're not just walking up to try bits that's kind of what i meant Dude, but no yeah. no no i but i completely because here's the thing i should have my set so perfect inside and out right. and that also i should feel confident enough to improvise i didn't have either of those things at play and i can tell you a hundred percent i have never the way the schmodown community yeah cheered for me when my name got called to go up on that stage never i had that before never right and I am telling you, it like, like something switched in me. I was like, huh, I gotta earn it. Like the stakes got it's high. It's funny suddenly. you say that because that's it. It became more of a cushion for me. Oh, because I was like, I gotta, I gotta be good. And maybe this is just the difference between my weird brain. But I'm like, I gotta earn it. They're expecting something of me. I get that. I get that because it's. A, but I think because I knew that I wanted to try a couple things, and and I and to say that there was no nerves there is is not true. Because there were a couple things that I wanted to do. I was going to use some of the older bits, try to move them. But I started to come up with things that day Yeah. that I wanted. And, and the good news is the walk from, like, the hotel to the club was, like, 40 minutes. Yes. And I walked with, like, Dagnino and my buddy John. And we walked. And I'm just, like, kind of throwing at them. Like, John? What if, my John? John Pinto? I don't know which one. Alopecia John? No. Different. No, okay. that's John Seffries. Okay. Um, so, so no, John Pinto is is. I call I call alopecia John my John. It's, yeah, just, no, it's no. still your John. A hundred percent. No, yeah, of course. But John John Pinto is the guy, like one of my childhood friends. Who so was, so was Everest, But Pinto was the one who we, we were at the uh, the wedding, and he was all hammered, and he was the, the Irish guy. is like, Patty, yeah. come on, Patty, <laughs> and doing the dances. Uh, that was John. But we were, and John Pinto for some reason 
had to stop and get a soft serve ice cream on the way there, and he yes. regretted it immediately afterwards because he was just that's <laughs> not what I should have done. But um, but anyway, I was throwing stuff on him and Dagnino, and I called Ken because yeah. I had an opening that I wanted to try, and I was like, "What do you think about this opening?" He's like, "It's good," and I did, it, and it landed. It landed. Yes. It was. It was. Um, but there was things that I threw in, but I also threw in some things. I because of what you just said, I knew that it was a Schmodown audience. Yes. So I knew I could do some references. Yes. So like I goofed, there was like a thing I got goofed on with like Galaxy's Edge, and I right. threw like that in there, and I knew that they would respond to that. Yes. Like if it was some random audience at the comedy stream, like what the fuck are you talking about? You yelled at about a theme park. What do you mean? Right. And when I did when I did it on stage, the audience and they then knew I was taking shots of myself, and they were on board with it, and we went. All the way through, and it was, I only did like seven to eight minutes, but I probably could have done 15 to 20. Um, but it was, it was getting that, it was, I think that's what woke me up, because I didn't do it, but I didn't do it yet at, at the show that you were at. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what that decision, why, why I made that decision, but I didn't. Well, there's also, I mean, it's, it's. There wasn't a production team. I mean, you were run, you were running the live shows. Right. Oh, and we did an S- and we did an SEN we live did, with Matt Sarah. We Sarah. did SEN right. live with right. Matt Sarah right. right before, and right. I just feel like you were really having to be in charge of so much. Then, right? I don't we announced know that the, the Skybound stuff and all space. that. That's probably right. Yeah. And I only was doing the post interviews the next day for that show. Right, and only and only the and only the main event. Yes, and right. only the main event. Right. Yes, because Phoenix did the did yes. the, pre, uh, exactly. did the first one. She was great. Um, she was great. So. Yeah, man. So that was that was kind of that that I think jump started me into getting into the headspace, and I think then getting to October with the, in the middle of the pandemic, sitting down and and then starting to write. But got tons. Of, there's a lot of stuff that I that needs a lot of work. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that I'm not confident. in. There's other stuff that I think will land, um, but I want to try it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the three or four times going up a week like I used to be able to. I think that. Wow easing into it and trying like I talked to Mark like about smaller shows like I want to try to do a show in front of like 20 30 people it's funny my buddy actually uh is one of the owners of the west side comedy um which is uh in Venice yeah and they have uh they do improv but they also do stand-up and they get like Neil Brennan is like a front like they've got like good people going up but I'm like I also feel like probably I could just talk to Chris and be like hey can you throw some spots our way (laughs) for some night you know yeah and 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 I I wouldn't I don't think I'd start promoting shows in LA that no. we're on. I would just start popping into a few, no. but then start promoting a few once we get like the sets tight. Once you're like me, if I get my name on the, I, I'm not going. So what I'm saying is if I had been you and my name's on the comedy store wall, I come back from like the stupor of children and yeah. I probably am like, Hey guys there, that's me. You put me up again. Like, do you, can you just walk in and get on? No. You no. can't just so like point the, to your let, name so, on the so wall. So let's go. No, because there's tons of people that are on that wall. But, uh, but, Going back to what you asked earlier, how it worked once yeah. you become a regular in 2003 to 2007 when I was active, right? Yeah. So you would put your name in you, for avails. Okay. And you would say, hey, and then, like I said, I would, I manipulated the system, though. I, normally what would happen is either you, you auditioned, you got in, you became a regular, you put in for your spots, you get your spots when you do. Or you're an employee, you work enough, you get your employee spots, you showcase, you get in. I did something that nobody did. I became a regular, and then I became an employee and started working there um, because I then got spots as a regular, and I also got employee spots, oh. um, which they probably would not let you do nowadays. That's a hustle. Plus, it also meant that I was the world's worst comedy store worker of all time <laughs> because I knew 
are they going to fire me? I'm still going to be regular. Right. Like, and right. it was, what, was it the best attitude to have? No. But I still, and that's where I hung out. You, you ran the phones? What'd you do? No, that? I was in the back with Ingram and we worked together and we basically would just get stoned and, and, and work and walk around. And they, I remember one time they were like, they said, we want you to change the awning of the comedy store, the thing that, yeah. and the ladder, it was like, you remember that, that show Faces of Death? No. Well, <laughs> that's basically, someone should be recording people doing that ladder because someone's eventually going to die doing it. And I looked at it and I went. I looked, and Dean was the guy who was the manager, and I said, I'm afraid of heights. And he goes, what? Well, yeah, I'm afraid of heights. I can't. He's like, you're not going to do the awning? I go, nah, I'm scared of the heights. I can't, I can't do it. He's like, are you kidding? I go, I'm scared of heights. And he goes, all right, I'll get someone else to do it. And then he's like, are you scared of heights today? I go, yeah, I'm scared of heights. And he's like, he goes, you're a fucking asshole. You know? He's like, you're a regular. And I go, I'm scared of heights. Right. So, and then Ingram, <laughs> Ingram and I would be working in the back, and Ingram would always tell this story. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna try to call Ingram right now. I'm gonna try to call him and, and tell, <laughs> have him tell the story of, of when I used to. Let's see if I can get him. I'm gonna tell him. He's huge these days, he's I feel. He's the best. Like. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call him and see. Let's see if he's gonna pick up. Do the online call. I'm calling Rick Ingram, who, if you guys don't know, Ingram is one of the funniest motherfuckers, like, ever. I'm gonna try him. I got to see if I get him because he he tells it the best of how when he and I used to work the door. <laughs> Not picking up. He's he's got two kids now. He does. I yeah. was wondering how many other. But he goes he goes up all the time, so he finds a way. But I also think he's been. Call has been forwarded to an automatic. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey Rick, it's Christian. I'm I'm actually doing a show at the moment, but we're telling stories about um working the door together, you and I. And I was gonna tell it, but you tell it better than I do. So I'm going to wait for like five or ten minutes, and hopefully you get this. And I would love for you to tell it because it's the best. All right, but um, anyway, so I'll, I'll I'll wait and I'll see if he if he calls me back before the show's over, and I'll let him tell it. If not, I'll tell it. But like work in there, and I would get the spots, and I would get both of the spots, and and um and I would just call in for the avails, and I would get avails, and some. But I remember, and this I've definitely told. Skippy Simon was in the remember Skippy? Skippy came in and he did the he did the the Schmoes comedy show. He, yeah. he he did the he did the whippets on stage. Do you remember that? No. He did whippets on stage. Okay. Skippy Simon. He was he used to do it whippets on Skippy stage all Simon, the time. The name sounds familiar. He used to drive like the blue van. But Skippy was another guy. He was a comedy store like staple. I drove with him and, and James Painter, the La Jolla <laughs> comedy store. I'm just thinking <laughs> Sheldon. I was just thinking about the the Comic Con story. <laughs> Oh, you're thinking a different story. You're no, the, I know. That's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. you said Skippy. A different one. Yeah, but uh but so so we um but no Skippy Skippy was 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 another guy. Like he he was there doing he would do the shows. Um he was one of the, the kind of the, the staples uh but it was I remember him telling me I had just gotten a spot at the OR and it was a good it was a good spot. I think it was like 9.45 or 10 o'clock. And at that point, the OR didn't start until 9. So it was a great spot. And I go, I'm up next because Eddie Griffin just got on stage. Oh, my God. And he says, and they talk about this in the Comedy Store doc, by the way. about Because I've started watching that. I love you, that you'll, doc. You'll, you'll see it. But you'll, you'll, you'll definitely see this part of the, the part of the show. Not, not me, per se, but the Eddie Griffin part. And Eddie Griffin gets up. And Miyagi's was a place. I don't think it even exists anymore on Sunset. A sushi place, right? Remember, it was across yes. the street from Dublin's, yes, and Miyagi's yes. had a comedy night, and it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. 
And so Skippy's, Skippy goes, I'm going to Miyagi's. I'm going to go get a spot. I can get a spot over there. And I go, dude, I can't. I got, I'm going up next. He goes, <laughs> he goes, Eddie Griffin's up. He goes, you ain't getting up. And he goes, you're not getting up now. He goes, he's, he's, he'll be up there for like two and a half hours. And I said, two and a half hours? I'm like, I'm like, no. He's like, trust me, dude. Trust me. So we go. I, I go with Skippy because Skippy was a comedy store guy, and he was he was he was not a regular time, but he was another one. Like I said, he was part of that pocket with Ari and everybody else too. And and again, very kind to me. And and we we walk up to Miyagi. He does get me a spot. We have good sets. And he's like, and he goes, he goes, let's get some food. And I go, I got a set. He was like, trust me. So we have food. We drink. We have talking to people. I walk back. Eddie Griffin's still on stage. We're no. gone for like two hours. <laughs> Evil. He's still up there for even longer. Oh, the this feels crowds. like a dream where I, like, you know those dreams, like they're nightmares where you're like, I'm supposed to be at this thing. I can't get there. I can't get there. That sounds like to me like you were probably the whole time like, I got to get back to I this. I don't thing. even remember, Kate, if I even got up that night. I, I'm not even lying. I don't even remember. But they talk about Eddie Griffin going they, up Oh, yeah. He, he talks about it. He talks about how he used to, he used to say, fuck all the other people that were going up. Like, he's like, he'd earned his spot and everybody else can go fuck themselves. Something along and those no lines. And no one ever gave him a light. Yeah, did he did he listen to it? No. Um, like you get the light at like minute. It was 10. different back then, man. Like God. they and even the, ma- the management now is like super legit. Yeah, like that, that's running like the bookers and everything. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. why the, the comedy st- like Adam kind of turned that place around. too. he's not there anymore, but like they, he turned it around. Um, and the, the way that they changed it in general. But what, when I was when I was there, um, it was not. It was different. Very different person who was running it, and. Um, they would just, if you were on TV or you're in movies, then that trumped everything. That's um, wild. It was crazy. Like, so that happened all of the time. And, and, and as a guy who just got past there, oh. you know, you're like, oh. And so then you would find your spots at the, the but you'd learn how to maneuver. And then you yes. would do spots in the belly room. And then I started getting some main room spots. And then I would go, but it was, you'd have to fight, you'd, you'd fight for your spots. And I make sure, but what I would do though, is you're supposed to call in for your spots. What I would do is because I was also working there, I would drive to the comedy store and I would wait for the guy to get there who took the avails. I would just give it to the, to them directly. Directly. And that would help, you know? So like, I just, I maneuvered it and then stupid ass me. I wind up, you know, my, my ex-girlfriend moves into town. I focused more on that. And when, when she wasn't here, it was all about, it was all about just stand up. That was my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend was stand up. And then she got here and it became, oh, yeah, I balanced both. And I didn't. And I took way too much time off of stand up and thought it was. I'm trying to remember like when I met you in 2007. I think we met earlier than that. I think we met in 2006 because. 2000, I moved here in 2006. Yeah, Did you ever meet my boyfriend in 2006? I think you met him once. The one he, that you were telling me about? The, yeah, 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 the yeah. one, you know, yes, who I'm referring to. Yes. Yeah. He came to one of the shows. I know he came to one of the shows, but I, I mean, I know that I, I do remember that you had emailed us. Yes. Together. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you find I found I that recently? I feel like you sent it to me, maybe. So I sent it I don't to know you. if you sent it to me, but either, either way. I don't know if that's still his email address. <laughs> either way. But I got to believe it's just Oscar winner at <laughs> AOL.com now. Well, but I, either, either way. Um, but yeah, when I bet you in 2007, though, like when we're doing the Room 5 shows, like, were you still doing Comedy Store at the same time? Yeah. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So in 2007, I was in, I, I didn't really, st- I, I, when I say 2007, as far as, com- I don't think I stopped Comedy Store until like 2008. Okay. I think that's really when I stopped because 2006, 2007 was when I was hardcore. I was seven nights a week. I was some two nights, two, two shows a night, sometimes three. You know, like I, when, when Franco was running room five, well, he, he wasn't, 
see at the height Franco that was just Thursday nights if I remember Franco yeah. had a, uh, was running he had fr- Thursday nights he had Sunday nights and then he had um and then I think he got like a Wednesday he got like he had like three nights at one point and at, at the height of when he was running all his stuff right and at the same time I and I was on all those shows and to right. and to his credit uh Mark Franco he what he did, I thought that was very smart at that point, was a lot of these bringer shows, for people who don't know what bringer shows are, you would essentially, if it's a new comics or other people coming in, they would say, okay, look, you can do a spot here tonight, but you got to guarantee that you're going to get five people to buy tickets right. and come right. see you, right? right? Or something like that. Right. And if you, the more people you brought, the better spot that you get. Right. At my point in my career, when because I started doing shows with Franco early to where he knew me when I was doing those types of things. But by that point, I was a regular at the comedy store. And all that. He, he called me in 2004 when I wasn't doing stand-up comedy. He, and it was when I took, that, I took that break when I was, and he goes, I was working at like Alcon Entertainment. I was fucking miserable. I was just sitting uh, behind a desk, like not doing anything. I would go home, I would smoke pot, and I would play like uh, Night Zero Republic, which is probably the best part of my I was going to say, day. like, honestly, this sounds like yeah, <laughs> my no, ideal day. But, but I wasn't doing anything. And my <laughs> yeah. job, it was like, it was, I wasn't, there was no chance to move up. There was none of that. There was nothing. Um, it was, it was, I don't know what I was doing. And he called me. He's like, why aren't you going up anymore? And I go, man, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I don't have it. He's like, dude, you're funny. You should be going up. He's like, why? He's like, I'll, I will put you in all of my shows. You don't have to bring anybody. He's like, just come to my shows. Just do, do my shows. And, and I said, I said, yeah, you know, I'll, um, thank you for the offer. And then I don't know what it was, but I guess something similar to this, the difference was this was a year in between as opposed to like 13 years in between. But I woke up and I said, yeah, let's do it. I started doing his shows at the improv and, he did room five on Thursdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, I think it was. And then he did the, and then he did the improv on Sundays, I think. I think any, either way. So I started doing those and then he started giving me spots. And what he did was he started putting together regulars inside of his troupe and mixing it yes. with bringers. With bringers, yeah. So he would then, so then if you came to a show. Santini was a regular. Andrew, Christian Harloff. Lou Santini. Lou Andrew Santini. Santino became Santino one too. Santino didn't come until. After you. Until after me because he and I worked together. We were friends. And I right. was like, you got to do this thing. Little did I know. I did know because he was so funny at work. Right. But I didn't know he was going to be. Like he was going to be it. an well, asteroid. But, but, but that's who came through that, those shows, right? Like yeah. you, you, Santino, Eliza Schlesinger, yes. right? Like Tom Connolly, uh, um, Jamie Kaler, and he would... Dalia was there a couple that times. Was, that, was, that was mine. That was, he, he Dalia, brought, you brought him? Yeah, I brought oh, Dalia. Okay. He didn't do Franco's shows. Okay. Um, but he... Um, but anyway, so um, Franco would then take these bringers, and they would then do... Um, they would have them and he'd piece them out, but then he like put one of his regulars and he'd piece the show out. And at the same time, I would do a spot. I know when I would do my spot there, eight o'clock, eight forty-five, and then I would run over to the comedy store, or then I'd go to the improv. And like that's how I kept like I was firing off. And then at the same time in two thousand seven, well, in two thousand four, begin two thousand five until I was still working at Joel Silver's also. So, so I that's would, when I knew it was like the silver days. Yeah. yeah. So I was working there, and then I would silver days. This was it was it was yeah. and it was. That was my job, but I would be working like if I had a relationship. Because my my ex girlfriend was gone at that point yes. from like two thousand five on. If I had a relationship, there's no chance. Or especially if I had kids. No, yes. Between working there, I would work that. Then that was and it paid for shit. Joe Silver's company paid for shit, and I was there from the end of two thousand four until two thousand seven, and it was every day eight in the morning until uh, 
I don't know, seven at night. Yeah. And then go right to the clubs. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the, na, na, na something. Nasif? What was his name? Naveed. Naveed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Naveed. Was, yeah, Naveed was, was he the Silver Days? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say. Yeah. He was, but also like, do you remember Brendan T. Gleason? Yes. I saw him not too long ago. Oh, or heard from him. He's a daddy long. now, yes. but like Nick Hoff. Remember yes. all those guys? Like those guys. They were, were like the next generation and of that. Jody Miller is still Jody a comic. Miller, not only is she still a comic, Jody Miller did something very well. It was that she, trans, she used to teach stand-up comedy classes. She still might. I don't know. But she transitioned into comedy store, like regular. She's like, she, I mean, her and Eliza are real tight yes, too. And she's, yes, they're she, best friends, I think. She's more of a comedy store person than I ever was. Yeah. Um, she's very much, and at the time she wasn't. Like I was, I was the comedy store person inside of that group. Yes. And now she's like, she, she's on like the, the promo. She's in, I want a comedy store tweets out stuff. But that's, I just want to be around it. Because when I went yes. back, when Mitzi passed, and going there and seeing, like Jim Carrey's walking around and you go, but it's like, you see the different classes, and I went right away. I just gravitated towards my class, yes. you know, and I'm hanging out there with Simone and, and Ari and 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 Renzisi and Ernst, and and just looking at all these like it just I right away, and I ran into Sebastian, and I oh started talking God. to Sebastian because Sebastian. I mean, there's so many that we don't really have enough time about it. Sebastian's here on a poster he, with he you. Is. Yeah, it's, that's, <laughs> I don't know if I can pan over there. Can all I? Right, it's you, Ernst, and Sebastian. Where is it? Is it up there? There it is. Oh, it's, it's over right there. under Alice's. Yeah, let's see if I can zoom in over there. I can't even do that. Uh, yeah, it's like you have to clear that up. Look at that. Uh, you can see. Ish. 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 There you go. Under, yeah, there it is. Right under Alice. Everybody see Alice with his big yes. open mouth? That's, That's Sebastian. Sebastian and Christian's on that. And, that Bre- and Brett Ernst. So, and there's That's at Saboba Casino. Saboba, that, well, Brett Ernst, Brett Ernst booked that. And he got me, he got me that gig, too. Brett, Brett. It hooked me up with a lot of stuff kind of coming up. Also, so. the three of you could be brothers. <laughs> well, the way we all looked. We looked yeah, like we were like yeah. extras in The Sopranos. Yeah, and you and really, thing. really did. Um, so much to talk about, really. And, I mean, we, we, we've been going on for a bit, but we haven't really... Um, we haven't even grazed the surface. We haven't grazed the surface. But <laughs> how much time do you have? I, I, I got a babysitter. We can go we can for another 10, we can yeah. 10 minutes. But like, you, you're, you're the boss, boss. Well, I mean, if, but still, like, when you, when you started doing... How did you even get involved with that crew? That uh, the the Franco crew. I I don't remember. You don't remember? Yeah, because I do not remember. Yeah, because I don't remember. I mean, I remember. I told you my first my first show. I, basically, I came from Chicago. I'd done like the improv thing in Chicago, yeah. and it's funny because Mitzi, Mitzi, Mitzi Short, Misty, Mitzi, Mitzi, yeah, not Misty. Mitzi. Yeah, yeah, I was like Misty. Club. Yeah, yeah, different club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Misty sure will Misty suck your sure. dick tonight. <laughs> Misty sure will. Sure will. <laughs> Misty sure will. Um. Yeah, that was a club I started at, actually. No. Um, but when I was, like, at Improv Olympic, there's the woman that runs Improv Olympic in Chicago. Her name's Sharna, and she just had this, like, you wanted Sharna to catch your show. Right. I was just at the classes there. But she would walk through, and, like, there would be two dogs off-leash that would just follow her. Like, there's something about, like, the, the women running comedy. And she had started that theater with Del Close, but he had passed already. But it's just, like, there's something about, like, that yeah. energy of, like, <gasps> like, She's here. Yeah. She's here. She's yeah. here. And like, it would just be like, I'd be there on a Saturday doing like 
classes, like while I was still in college. I would just take the L into the city on weekends. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take classes here. Like, and like, you just want to be like having a funny moment on stage, even in the class right. while she's walking through right. to get to go run the bills or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it, that made me think of it. But I, so I did like the Chicago scene. I went through the second city conservatory. I mm-hmm. loved improv. I was like, it's what I did in college. It was like, it was like my, it was really my skill. I no longer have that skill by far. And I remember coming out to LA and I was like, I was sort of a snob. You, you, you don't think you have the improv skill anymore? I don't think I, I don't think I could get on a stage and hang with like, like Lauren Lapkus. I don't know if you, she was, she was in the movie with David Spade, the wrong Missy. She, anyway, yeah. she's, she's somebody who I knew in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like when she was in high school, I was older than her, but, um, but just like watching her in high school, I was like, this girl's really got it. And I just get, you saw what happened to me at that in your I head. Get to in my head. Yeah, but so I, I don't, I don't, I disagree with you that you don't have the skill. I think <sighs> it's just, but I think it's the same thing. Like if I go back, what I was just telling you about, like 2006, 2007, like the, the way that I was putting together thoughts and energy, like, yes, I would have to go up a few times to get that back. Yes. Like I definitely felt it, like it was still there in New York, but like I would have, and I'm still, you know, I, I, I still have, I think that today I would craft jokes better. And be able yes. to do things better than I did because, I, I don't know. I think you you definitely still have that. But go ahead. You were well, saying. no, I was just gonna say I I, I I thank you for saying that. But I also do feel like I don't know. I just feel like it's a little part of me is just like I don't. I got out to L.A. and I was like I did this. I did the. I'm not doing improv out here. Improv's right. in Chicago. I was like such a snob about it. Like like ninety percent of people that go from SNL come from like Groundlings and UCB here. Right, right. So it's like totally unfounded but i think i just thought i was better than it and so i was like you know what's scarier is stand up i wonder if i can do stand up and i remember the chicago loving here oh here you did it, it. wasn't you until here. i got here Where was your first show belly room oh it was the belly room i don't remember how i got it i don't and i worked you don't remember this, how you got i have no show? idea and i have no idea how i fell in with white boy so um no idea so franco I mean, I would assume that they just introduced you because you, so very then similar. Then I started doing TK's show a lot too. But that's, they were partners at yes. one point and then they, they had a falling I was out. not, but, yeah. So the thing was, what I was telling you guys before was with the bringer shows, like Kate, there were people that inside of those shows that would do those shows regularly that you would start to see. And I remember having these conversations with Chip Dornell and, and, and Mark sure. Franco and we'd be like, oh, so they have the possibility of being someone that we just keep putting on the shows, even if they, and they would never tell the people this because they didn't want them to get like complacent, but they'd be like, even if they don't bring a lot of people who gives a shit, right. put them up and, and right. then you still, they, you're going to get the injury. Kate was one of those people. And like, you know, yeah, they don't, they never told me I didn't need to bring people. Exactly. <laughs> be, because why would you? Yeah. No, you know, why, would, why you? would you, if you can get yeah. people out there? Great. Totally. But, but the thing was they would keep put because to them it's a benefit more. She's funny. And, we're, and you're getting some people to come see her. Yes. Since she brings people, plus she's funny. So yeah. you find yourself getting way more spots with, yes. with Franco. I felt guys. like I was, he would put me up every Thursday if I, yeah. yeah. And so, and that was because he put together those lineups very well, where you would then have that regular lineup where people who are coming in to see those new people that he's bringing in, even if they wind up bombing, those friends stick around for the yep. two hours and then they wind up seeing all the regulars and they want to come back because yep. they had a good time. And that was a very smart way to do it as opposed to, because I've been to bringer shows where it's just one it's just bring, bomb one bringer after, after a next yep. bomb. And it's like, you might get somebody in there that can, that, but it's like, it's miserable. God, those shows, I just remember that those shows were the most, if 
spot. And this was still before like Uber. So like yeah. I wouldn't even drink really. I would like maybe have a beer max, but I was always driving myself to and from. I was broke as a joke. I was like an, a PA at Lakeshore at the time, like had just broken up with that guy. Like I was just like, and, but it was just the most fun. It was, you go upstairs from a restaurant. There's like people like yes. actually eating a legit. We shot, we shot grasping. Sh- exactly. Yeah. And I just remember being like, this is like the fun, like, just like I think about like, um, once cricket starts coming around, oh, right. that's the name of a human. With, without cricket coming around, I don't meet my wife. That's exactly yeah. right. Without yeah. cricket, that's right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just remember like being like, oh God, like Tom Connolly, like seeing him at Spectacular. Oh, right. Yeah. Free for all. Spectacular. Yeah, it was spectacular yeah. a couple yeah. years ago. Like sitting next to him, I was like, oh my God. And like, this was before yes. we almost lost him. Right, right. I mean, thank right. God yeah. we didn't. But uh, he it just like, that was like a whole era. Get lost in a park. Yeah, lost. It was weird. It was, it was we zoo. lost him. Yeah. Someone when I say is. we almost lost him, it was in the zoo. We actually were purposefully right. at the zoo with a bunch so of you animals. Find us the way back and bring the Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, remember the the they had the uh, they had that the waitress, the, or not the waitress, the bartender uh, Jody. The other Jody. Uh, it was two Jodies, but it there's was Jody Miller. Jody Miller, Miller and then there's the other Jody. Yes. And but they still it was so the other Jody had Jody shots. Yes. Remember Jody shots? Jody shots. They were Jody shots, and they'd be like. Give me five Jody shots before everybody goes up and the Jody shots. And then they had that little room in the back and it was like, it became a club. That's where I met Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper yes. came in for, for that one too. But that was, oh. a, that we, ran, we ran, we ran the Schmoes show from room five also, but like that place doesn't even exist anymore. I think it doesn't, I, th- I think that it, I, I think it's shut down. Do you know what's so funny? Nothing in LA exists to me anymore. I Cause I stay in my neighborhood now. Plus, well, plus COVID got everything shut down. <laughs> no, I but, know. Uh, but that restaurant was good too. It was a Malfi. Amalfi. Yeah, yeah, yeah because exactly. Adam Carolla owned part of it. Oh, did he? I never knew that. Yeah. He, Cause he was, cause Acme was next door. Right. And he was part of Acme. And, and little they, did I know I was missing Brett every night. That Brett Sheridan, my future bestie, <laughs> was next door performing at Acme every night during that time. Yes. I, and that, because, do you know how that whole story came about? No. So, Andrew Freed, my buddy Andrew Freed, who just... Um, Passed away. No, he did May not. He no, he did not. But but it reminds me, by the way, before I get... He, um, he, there is a movie out that everybody should be checking out. I wanted to talk about it. And it's, it's the Val Kilmer movie. Oh. So, Val Kilmer put together all this video footage of himself from when he was super young up until recently. And he has stuff from when he was in The Doors, when he was in Top Gun, when he was in Lionheart. Um, you know, like the, B-roll? Video camera. There's a, there's a shot. I've, I've seen this movie. Um, and it is it just debuted um, at the festivals. And it's going to be on Amazon, I think, at the end of the month. Everybody should watch this movie. It's fantastic. I, I love that it. it's heartwarming. It's it's crazy. Like, do you know what happened to Val Kilmer? No, it's a throat cancer, so he can't even talk. Oh Jesus, can't even talk. But he's but I think I think he's I think he's healed now as far as the cancer itself goes. But like he but he can't talk, and it's it's so. But he has all this footage. He's got all this video, and he the stuff and watching they you forget that everybody tapes everything now. Your phone, everything. Yeah, tapes. yeah, yeah. There's a scene where he was he was in a play and he had, he had the lead, but then he got bumped one down because they gave because Sean Penn came in and Sean this is like 1983, <laughs> right? So Sean Penn comes in, so he gets bumped, Fucking and then Sean he, and Penn. then he gets the second bill, but then Kevin Bacon comes in, so oh. he drops down again. But he's like, I didn't care, you know, these guys were movie stars or too, and he has a camera and he goes into the dressing room. You see Sean Penn and Kevin Bacon, and Kevin's like, What is that? Is that a video camera? He's like, Oh, that's cool, Val. Right? And he's and you just see all this. You see when he got Batman. You see like it's. The movie is great, and it is 
heartbreaking. Oh. It is it is fascinating, and it's it's if you're wherever a fan of Val Kilmer or even g- in general, just to, to even be, if you're curious, an enemy of Val Kilmer's, it sounds like you'd it, like this. It's, I'm telling you, this is this is a fascinating film. I loved this movie. You should you should check it out. It's going to be on. Um, Really soon, but anyway, jumping back into wait. So wait, your friend yeah. and did your aunt friend Andrew Freed work on this or something? He produced it, yeah. Produced it, so, no shit. So, um, one of the producers, yeah. Wow. So he, um, so anyway, so Andrew and I have been friends for over twenty two years, and we, um, at the time, this is early. This is probably probably two years into her friendship, and um, we decided we wanted to start doing. Like, yeah, I had taken a couple classes at Acme okay. Comedy Club, which for people out there, Acme Comedy Club is the, uh, it was like the, if you couldn't get into Groundlings, you went to Acme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. how it worked. But, but they had a lot of very, very talented people. Um, and then, to be fair, there were some people who didn't want to do Groundlings, and they wanted to do Acme. Right, right. right. So, uh, I would. Acme also offered more things, like. Groundlings, for the most part, was just improv, but I feel like Acme did like sketch comedy classes yes. and stand up class. Yes. I mean, I feel like you could. Well, take I don't a, know about stand up. Maybe, maybe they stand-up, maybe they changed yeah. that down the line, but okay. like, but they. I was in. I was. I took some classes and it everything was too. All, yeah. yeah, and I. I mean, I realized quickly that. I mean, I took. I was there for a little bit, but I realized quickly that stand up was more. Yeah, for you me, realize quickly that not everybody can roll with the animal punches that you want to throw. Yeah, animal, that's right. <laughs> so, so tell me about the zebra. Tell me about the tell me about the flying uh, rhinoceros. So, well, the thing is, I love doing that to Brett. <laughs> so it's funny, so but anyway, so Brett, Brett, I met through stand up comedy at Luna Park, and then we, Andrew Freed and I, wanted to start our own, like sketch group. So we're like, what if we take some of these people that we met from Acme, do some auditions, get some people, and start it, and we have the one of the teachers at Acme come direct our thing, and I forget the name of the troupe that we created, and we created a troupe. And I said, I want to get Brett. And it's funny because Travis and a couple of people are like, ah, we don't know. He seems too shy. He doesn't seem like he's, I go, this guy's funny, dude. This guy's. This was like, and this is when I, I had only known Brett for like a year. I go, this yeah. guy's funny. I was like, let's, and, and, and they almost said no to him a few times. And then it turns out like he gets into that troop, says, I say, stand-ups for me. I'm done with this shit and I'm done. And as far as Acme goes, and all, Brett sticks with Acme. It becomes <laughs> like the big yeah. Acme guy, right? <laughs> And he stayed there, and, and I remember Travis calling me. He's like, thank you for bringing me Brett. The guy's just really, really funny. Just so, yeah. But I love I love his neuroses. I do love that he's sort of shy and yeah. nervous. And I told you, if he had if he had the confidence, we'd, we'd be doing this from his mansion right I know. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if he, if he just believed in himself just a little more. There is going to be a Robin Williams biopic at some point that Brett would be perfect for. No? He, he would He would be second build. He he would he would be he would be the stand-in, Jamie oh. Costa. Oh right, but Brett looks like him. I mean, so does Jamie Costa. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. So well, Jamie, Jamie Costa. Costa. All right, so he will be the stand. <laughs> but Brett 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 has a lot of Robin Williams isms. I just mean like there's something about his like little twinkle eyes that are yeah. just gonna, like when, Robin when Williams. When we when we I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you. Well, actually, you know what? I don't even think he's got any more of those videos up anymore. But uh, no, I know Jamie Costa is like. It's crazy. He transforms, Craziest, transforms yeah. into him. I don't think I've ever seen him do it, but I've heard. Oh, really? I don't think I've seen I've got, him do Robin Williams. Wow, I've, I've got to show you. But he's, between him and Josh Robert Thompson, uh, it's like, they're, why they're, does anyone else yeah, bother? Yeah, we got to get Josh in here. We should do a show with Josh. But anyway, listen, um, I want to thank everybody. I know this, this was just kind of a throwback episode. These yeah. are the types of things that you're going to see uh, or listen to on The Big Thing, where today The Big Thing was comedy. Today, the big thing was talking stand-up comedy. That's what it want, we wanted to do. That's why we wanted to do this particular show for the end of this Friday. Mark Ellis and I will be back on Monday. 
to talk, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever podcasts are found. Please do that. This is how we're able to keep doing this show. SEN Live is on 10 to 12 p.m. You can still interact with the, sh- with the crew. You can watch them live. You can put in the schmobots. You can do the interruptions, do the, inter- or the, um, the impressions, all of that. And it is actually crucial to help the growth of the network. But for this show, podcasts, even if you're listening to the show, you drop a comment, all that, that is very helpful. But it is so much more helpful if you download all the episodes, do all that. It's how we're able to get great sponsors like ExpressVPN and, and everybody involved. So please do that. I know that I'm commenting back to people and letting you know. I know that some people think they go, well, you know, I commented. That's enough. It really isn't. Please go to the podcast um, and follow it. Download the episodes, listen to them. And, and hopefully the, the listen is, uh, is pretty good on the um, on the podcast i believe it is but uh anyway kate it's always a pleasure to hang oh, out with you pleasure. it Thank was nice wasn't I, wanna, it? I, I know you've already done the outro yes. basically but i have to say one thing which is you were talking about how mark franco sort of was like plucked you out of obscurity and i feel like you've done that for me times a billion i feel like you said you kept saying to me you got to come to my show in burbank yeah you you're in burbank now? for collider live yeah yeah for collider live you're like just and i was like i don't know about movies you're like you don't have to right and then at some point i was like where is it you're like it's this address and i was like I'll be there. You're right, because it was right and there. And it was just like it was just because like we had run into each other like once when you like when I had like I don't well know. you were writing for Schmoes No you yes. were writing so I Kate was writing articles when we did SchmoesNo.com and they were very funny but she's like I just too, I, I can't watch these movies there's too much there's too much time that is and I said I get it plus you weren't on camera so it wasn't no. it, it, right, right it wasn't you weren't able to do that and I remember then when I had the uh, opportunity and I was like yeah you'd be good on that this this show is what you were built for though this this why well, this is. I remember just coming in, Dickie, first day you had me on Collider Live, just like yeah. talking. And I was like, I didn't know a lot, but I had a lot of fun. Right. And that's all it was. It was just like yeah. sitting and talking with people so fun. And I feel like that that then, I don't know. You've just, I feel like you've really plucked me out of the obscurity that I was sort of just a kick in the destined. Ass. Yeah, it was destined to be in. But you, I feel like I've always been such a champion of me. And I thank you for well, that. Thank you so much. I appreciate well, that. I, appreciate I don't it. like you. All right. So, guys, thank I you so you. very much for joining us here today. We are excited that you're excited. Thank you for all the wonderful things you said about the show. We'll see you on the flip side. Goofballs. Goofballs. Big thing. Thank you. He got a big thing. Boom, boom, boom. Goofballs. Here's an old bit of Christians. It's so hard to fuck everything that moves every night of the week. That's not true. You're gonna get me divorced. Back in the day.